Hello and welcome to Team Franco Bodybuilding Podcast number 24. Yes, I know there's been quite a bit of hiatus and I'm going to explain why. I'm okay, has nothing to do with that. But before I get started, I wish everyone that's listening to be healthy, happy, and just doing well in general, considering what the last eight months have brought us. Now, why haven't I done a podcast? I was excited to do them come January. Uh, I think I put out some great content. So if you haven't seen the list of the podcasts, I suggest you to do so, especially if you're competing, first-time competitor, because I go over some you know, psychological, mind-type benefit, coaching, things to help you understand what the world of competing is. And then it kind of transferred into dealing with the virus and the shutdowns. And to be honest with you, you know, I did well over 20 podcasts in three months and I got burnt out. But the real reason is I lost the enthusiasm because there was not much content. You know, the idea was not for me to talk about clients per se, but to talk about different journeys through the competition season, shows that are going on. Um, and as you know, you know, there's been selective amount of competitions. If you're a coach or if you're a competitor, you know that not too many people have been competing. So there really wasn't that fire to talk about those type of things. You know, as they come up after I promote a show, I'm sure I would have had a lot of content. So it just didn't happen. And I was like, hey, you know what? I don't know what to talk about. I mean, there are things I could talk about and I have a list. And this one's going to be a little bit of a mishmash. But I plan on revisiting and putting these back out. Because looking forward to 2021, as I think most of us are, uh, not only for competitions, but for life to continue to get back to normalcy and all that good stuff. But again, this is not a political show, so I'm not going to dive deep into all that. But right now, if you're listening, most of the gyms are open. People are getting their training in. People are scheduling and thinking about their shows for next spring and so on and so forth. So it is an exciting time. So I will have that juice when it comes to talking about bodybuilding and getting into specifics about off-season and everything about that. But the one thing that I also learned through a little bit, because as you know, with the lack of shows or the lack of cancellation shows, and as you know, I mean, I have three shows a year. If you don't know, now you do. Yeah, I had one in May. I held out thinking, oh, da, 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 da. that didn't happen. Things didn't really get better. My show in August and I canceled. And then I had a show in November, supposedly. Now, when this all started, as far as the shutdowns and everything, you know, we were like, ah, oh, November will be just fine. And, and I was like, yeah, no problem. But seeing how things got better but they were still uncertain you know i did call the show i canceled it about a good month out because schools weren't allowing and i have my 
yeah, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, standards as far as having shows in certain locations versus other locations. But lo and behold, unfortunately, we're seeing more people come down with the virus. And now I'm thinking, you know, even if I would have had a show in a hotel, it could have been canceled. So I'd rather cancel a show a good month out so people can plan ahead versus doing it a week out because then that would really screw up people and it's you know harder that way now I personally have had clients compete uh, a handful and then another handful coming in November so I'm hoping that goes well they've been doing great you know I mean I've had two male bodybuilders well one classic one bodybuilder compete and they both want a pro card so that's like a record for me two out of two but that's not what this is about you know as the title mentions I wanted to talk about the fitness bodybuilding competition world and general fitness enthusiastic world and entitlement now there's a lot of directions that I can go in um, it's not to insult anyone it's not to point any fingers at anyone but since I am more old school I've been bodybuilding for quite a while, coach for quite a while, personal trainer, all that stuff, promoting for, I've seen a lot. And I've seen how things have changed over the years, meaning that people lose respect of the evolution that bodybuilding, and when I, again, let me backpedal. When I say bodybuilding, I'm talking about all divisions, you know, all aspects of dieting all aspects of competing weight training it's just an easier term i'm just talking about bodybuilders but everyone that's you know generalized in that category but the alarming thing that i've seen is that entitlement has reared its ugly head as far as those who want to compete and or thinking about competing not Focusing on themselves and the relative progress that they can make, but feeling that they need to be rewarded, i.e. social media, for them just thinking about doing a bodybuilding show or posting their pictures you know, on Instagram or Facebook or whatever the platform may be and looking for the instant feedback, basically, that instant gratification because they're entitled, meaning that, listen, this is what I'm doing, so look out, I look at me, you know, that sort of attitude. And I did see it, you know, I mean, I, I've seen it over the years, you know, gradually increase. Um, I, you know, I always say, well, maybe the competitor or the bodybuilder is just nervous, you know, obviously that happens, nerves, and, you know, they expect everything to be done for them. But what I've also noticed, you know, with the last show that I was supposed to promote that's coming up in November that I canceled well over a month ago is that some people were really upset. And I get it. You know, I would be upset too, but under the circumstances of a pandemic and all that stuff, and again, political, believe me, I, I think some of it is blown out of proportion, but it is what it is. And we got to still respect what's going around us to the point where you have to cope and manage but when it comes to the entitlement and some of these bodybuilding shows and some of the reaction that I had when I canceled it it was really disappointing meaning that it was the woe is me attitude feel bad for me this is not fair 
not realizing that a promoter, what they actually go through, the expenses that they make, the stress that they have to go through when promoting a show. And we do it basically for you, the competitor, the bodybuilder, because we want to give you a platform to show off your stuff, to be in a situation where you're going to be enjoyed with family and friends and to soak it all up. Now, I get the feeling that sometimes people just want to compete so they have a greater platform to show off their pictures and to say, look at me. You know, I deserve all the accolades just because I competed in a show. It's disappointing. Um, I am blessed and lucky to be surrounded by a lot of clients who are not this way. You know, they're more focused on themselves. Yes, they want to win. You need to be competitive. But at the same time, they're doing it for themselves. They're realistic as far as their outcome comes because, like I mentioned before in a podcast, that a placement never dictates your progress. It's just one step in the evolution for continuing this journey on getting better. So when I canceled the show, I there was a, you know, a backlash, and it threw me off because I was upset. Uh, I feel like to believe I have a good reputation, and when people were basically bashing me and telling me to do this, do that, it, I was thrown off. Uh, I took it hard. It bothered me for a couple days, and I was like, you know what? I'm making the right decision, and you got to let it be. So this is pure entitlement because something was taken away from someone, not realizing that other people were involved, other situations were involved, and... We're in a pandemic that we cannot control. Granted, we may not be happy with some of our leaders and government and all that stuff, whatever side you fall on. But again, there are policies and you can't do anything about it. You have to roll with the punches and say, you know what? I was given enough time. I can plan ahead for another competition or I can go on and focus on next year. So... That is basically something that I saw and it does increase and I think social media has definitely fed the flames or, you know, the fuel to the fire to make it worse. And it's really, again, I'm not bashing anyone or, yeah, this is a little rant, but you got to keep in mind if you are competing for the first time that you have to understand there are other people involved and that you're still making fantastic progress. And it's a lifetime journey. It's not a here and now journey. Because bodybuilding, fitness, exercise is something that you can do for as long as you want to. And it's going to continue to pay off you know, dividends in some fashion as long as you are consistent, develop good habits, and all that good stuff. This is not entitlement. This is self-respect. Because you want to take care of yourself and you shouldn't really care what other people think or, most importantly, think anyone owes you anything. Because no one owes you anything. It's you versus you. Your decisions, your training is totally up to you unless you have a coach that tells you what to do. But the point is, don't take it too seriously and respect what's going around us. Now, moving on to next year, 
we are praying and hoping that the shows will go off and they should, you know, I'm very confident. I'm hopeful. And I really hope to see that with this past year of cancellations and shows being, not being around that we should have a turnaround, meaning that people are going to really appreciate to compete for either for the first time or to get back on stage, whatever the case may be, because it was a disappointment. Believe me, it's a, you can be disappointed, but to blame someone or put pressure on someone because an event doesn't happen is completely ridiculous and selfish. So my point is, with shows popping up, being on the schedule, people are getting excited, but you should be more appreciative of the efforts of the promoters and the organization because we are more hyped than ever. You know, I'm more excited to put on a show, you know, middle of May, which is typically my biggest show, and then August, which I'm having a Pro Masters female category tag to it, which is exciting, and and obviously, I hope, you know, next November I'll have my Franco Classic. So it should be a great opportunity for first-timers, but also those who got canceled on this year to appreciate what we go through and understand that these bodybuilding shows are for you, but it's also a time for you to celebrate your accomplishment. And even if a show gets canceled, you should still be proud of what you've done and not feel like someone ever owes you anything. I'm not sure if this any makes sense, but it's a little ramble. So what I am going to discuss next is a little bit, it could, it could tie to the subject um, because, you know, social media does play a big role and it, it's, it's, it's something that it also, I, I see a lot and I see it with my teenage daughter and she posts pictures and I'm like, oh God, what are you doing? Why are you showing this? Da, 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 da. And it doesn't have anything to do with entitlement, but I like to think whatever we put out there on social media is really part of our legacy, meaning that it's always going to be there. Now, you may be saying that, well, I'm young. I don't care. I can post this or that, but people are still going to see it. And is it something that you want to be seen in five years from now. So again, it's almost to the point where if you insult someone or if you're posting, you know, next to nude pictures and, you know, with these funny quotes or look at me type attitude, I mean, is this the type of legacy that you want to leave and be remembered for, you know, years come down the road? Now, I'm guilty. I'll post a couple selfies here and there and just, you know, make fun of myself, you know, what I'm wearing or my messy hair and all that stuff. And, you know, I understand people like to show off their outfits and, but it, there's a line and I've seen it be crossed over with almost, you know, pornographic type pictures and that I don't get, you know, I'm a dude, you know, I mean, I'm married for almost 20 years. I like looking at it <laughs> I'm like, Oh, look at her and vice versa. You know, the dude showing off their abs and whatnot and, and whoever you like or whatever sexual preference, I'm sure there's a kick out there that you enjoy. But that person himself or herself, think about it. You know, this is what you want to be remembered for. I mean, fitness, bodybuilding, health, exercise, all that stuff is for you. But not to the point that you need to show off yourself 
and then maybe be embarrassed. I guess this is my dad coming in. Uh, I mean, me being a father and, you know, maybe my father, you know, teaching me these lessons long ago and now I'm finally getting it. But have some integrity, you know. Think about your legacy. I mean, it's awesome that if you are exercising, taking care of yourself, you're into fitness because if you if you have children, that could be passed on to them. If you do compete, it's, you know, it's an awesome goal no matter what level you're at. That is something that you your children or if you don't have kids, someone close to you, husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever the case may be, you know, a relative, you can be inspiring them. But how much are you showing off to the point where it can be embarrassing versus inspiring? That is where I have a thing, you know, I mean, there are great stories that I'll read on social media, how someone overcomes something or if they were sick or they were in an accident, whatever the case may be. And you see that and, and it's like, wow, that's motivating. That's inspiring. That's a legacy because you're basically passing on something that you went through, not showing your ass off with a quote from Plato, you know, that I don't get that to me is like. That almost the entitlement, look at me type of thing, or, you know, I deserve this because they only show off my ass that's all oiled up to strangers so I can get the likes. I know, now I'm just rambling. These are just kind of things that I've been thinking about, so I'm putting it on audio, and that's really the idea behind my podcast is like things that come up that I see that I would discuss, and maybe you guys can learn something from it. So moving forward, again... My name is Joe Franco, and if you have any questions about anything, please reach out to me, fitfranco at verizon.net, teamfrancobodybuilding.com if you have any uh, interest in coaching, and look out for more topics that are not going to be so much rambling, ranting, but more constructive towards off-season, which one I'm going to talk about uh, in the next one to give you a little inside information you know off season about dieting how hard you should be dieting versus allowing body weight and all that good stuff so i'm checking out guys great to be back and again have a great day